the Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast, the podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com, with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. Hey everybody, it's uh, Chris. Jeff's making his way into the studio. Um, this is, I think, our fourth uh, live show. The last week uh, got canceled due to a power outage. Um, and uh, so we're coming back strong with uh, a guest today, all the way from Derry, Ireland. And we'll uh, we'll welcome her in just a moment. Uh, I'm gonna finish getting situated. Just a couple of settings here, and uh, and then uh, Jeff will get in here, and we'll we'll get going. Uh, okay. Here comes your boy Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, sorry. Just in time. Um, yeah, we're doing it. We're obviously we're off schedule. Normally, we record at eight p.m. Yes. Uh, in the evening tonight, and to, to uh, so we could get uh, Charlotte from uh, Derry, Ireland, on. We're recording uh, nine yeah. a.m., nine thirty a.m. Yeah, because it's time. six o'clock in Ireland. Uh, Five o'clock. Is it? No, it's. I think it's like three thirty. Yeah. Is Derry? Do you know where Derry is? Can you picture this in Ireland? I think it's. Well, we'll so, ask Charlotte. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's. it's I North. think it's southwest. That's my I, guess. Really? Okay. No Not idea. Sure. Me either. I, then, which is shameful, but hopefully yep. Charlotte can forgive us. Um, so we're going to, I think... Uh, do we need to have any pre-chat? I don't know. Do we have any pre-chat? Well, okay. Can I just tell you what's going on with us? Jennifer O, a contributor oh. to the site, is meeting with uh, Kevin Brennan tomorrow. Okay. And we're going to talk about doing our first... Uh, well, and we're trying to figure out exactly what this event is going to be. But sober you, bar kind of thing. Yeah, and the bar owner believes yeah. that we should not label it as just a sober thing, mm. but just as I think you had wanted. I think you, we're all in agreement that this should just be a, a fun event where we serve non-alcoholic drinks. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's more of a lifestyle thing than it is a mm. sober-specific thing. So as I think some of these nights in different places... Mm east coast west coast right. are just more about coming and having a great time without labeling it specifically recovery i guess so what do you think about that uh i'm not sure okay um <laughs> yeah and i don't know he's, yeah he was just advising us but like let's start a night and we'll have great mocktails right and great yeah smoothies and coffee right. or whatever and yeah. just kind of figure that out but that's what his advice was uh yeah not well, making just, it yeah. specifically recovery. Yeah. But anyway, we're thinking September, Chris. What do you think about that? I don't know. It's been on the calendar since uh, I know last September. I, I know. And I keep moving it back. Finally, I just took it off the calendar. I know. But uh, someday uh, it'll happen. September 22nd and it'll was be, the uh, day. Okay. It'll end up being. Um, I know. Someday it's going to happen. 100, pr- 100 proof night <laughs> for. Uh, <laughs> totally. So, uh, anyway, yeah. So something's going to happen someday. Okay. Um, 
So you heard that here first. You heard, right. Um, and but uh, I think we're closing in on it. Yeah, we're closing and we're getting close. Okay. Um, yeah, and then we're, we'll uh, see a bunch of you in uh, November. Th- that's, that's booked. Getting closer, booked. We have uh, flights. We're, we'll see you at the airport. Yep. And um, yeah, as far as I know, I talked to Josie of Rebellion Dogs a little bit uh, via email, and the panel he's putting together is coming together. Um, oh, I hope. good. So when I know more about that, I'll, I'll share that. Uh, it'll be sort of, it's, uh, the basics are sort of recovery in the digital age, kind of, oh, but cool. you know, like what we're all doing here, yeah. like we've never fellowshipped face-to-face yeah. in the meat space. Um, so it'll be the but, first uh, physical meeting of the digital, well, digitorati. Sort of. Um, and also, uh, this morning you're going to probably hear some dogs barking, so get used to it, podcast yep. listeners. Um, one to three dogs barking. Uh, you know what, let's, um, do we have more more no news and notes that was it um yeah i don't have any sort of in the news stuff today like i said this is sort of a, a a different uh live recording and despite it being uh 9 20 here in uh st. in louis. st louis i'm still about not to be stormy fully st. awake yep. but uh so yeah we're not at our a game we're not at our 8 p.m we're like boom right we we come awake at at, yeah after the after dark (laughs) recovery vampires so um let's call charlotte let's do i'm I'm excited to talk to charlotte because she's you've had her on the cover yes we've we've she's written her recovery revelations for us and her story is absolutely fascinating yeah she has um i'm gonna give her a We'll give her an intro right now. Yep. Um, I'm going to call her. I'm Charlotte. Here we go. We've not done a pre-call, so we haven't tested any of the sound. Uh Uh-oh. Charlotte? Hello? Hello, Charlotte. Hello, Charlotte. Um, Hello? Hold on. Where's my camera? All right. Oh, well, you know what? Uh, we, we are just doing voice. It's up to you if you just want to. Oh, wait. I want to see her, though. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know that was. Okay. Oh, That's are fine. we there? We Sorry. Are um, so uh, we're just making, I was just, uh, typically I do a pre-call just because of the time change and, and the distance. Um, and also I had a daughter to get to camp, as I mentioned to yeah. you. Um, we didn't get to do that, but everything's working great. I'm going to give okay. you a quick introduction, Charlotte, and um, if I get anything wrong, I'll let you correct me. But um, Charlotte is sure. uh, an artist, a makeup artist, yep. a model. Re- at least recently, I-, I saw a world traveler. You took quite a trip. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, sort of a rising YouTube recovery star. Um, and I- I'm not sure... Uh, how I became aware of you, um, certainly not in the recovery space, but you you also, in your active, I'll say, alcoholism addiction, um, you you produced the, is it the UK's first plus-size model pageant in your 20s? Yes, yes. I was like, oh, I was so young. I was like 22. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there was a documentary made of that for... The BBC? Channel 4. Oh, Channel 4. Okay, which is... Yeah, which is so yes. much cooler than the BBC. Oh, pardon me. I, uh, yes. <laughs> um, 
So anyway, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for, um, you know, doing this. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, yeah. it's, it's, it's a thrill. So um, I, I don't know where to start. Got- yeah, well, I would just want to say we were all excited to meet you because you've been on the cover. Right. Right. And you did our recovery revelations and we yeah. all were like, oh, man, we can't wait to have Ron. And now here you are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, recently we, we I just watched your your very first um Post, post your, yes. your your YouTube yes. video where, yes. where you announced that you're you're going to do it for for ninety days. Ninety days. Give up the sleeping uh-huh. pills. <laughs> yes, I know. And, which came with the alcohol for me. And you just celebrated two years, right? Two years. Two years. Just last month. That's so fantastic. I know. Um, I could, it just flew. Yeah. So so do you have you gone back and watched your first? Episode. You know, I actually have done that recently. Mm-hmm. I have watched um, some of my old videos and I cannot believe how different I am. Yeah. Just even my attitude, even the tone of my voice. Yeah. Right. How much I've grown. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Because no one else has that. Not many people record this. So do you look back and think, why? what made you want to record this first day? And how did, you know? Well, for me at that time, I was pretty desperate. I had gotten myself under a lot of physical pain through with my addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been hospitalized and continued drinking. So I knew I needed extra help. Plus, at the time, I had been blogging. Mm-hmm. And it was my sister, Maria, suggested that I, she, she said, why don't you film it? And I was like, okay. And I just started doing it for myself. And then people started following me, and that's how it began. But it really saved me. Yeah. Actually, to put this to video, like you felt you were committed. Yes, absolutely. There was no turning back. At that time, I was, I needed help. Yeah. So the videos helped me. Yeah. Yeah. What I thought was fascinating in watching them, um, you know, I've watched, I've watched a few of of those and i i forget what it is like i don't know maybe 30 or 60 days in or maybe not even that that far along but you have one where where you have sort of a a crisis of of your ability to continue and i despite knowing that you made it past that i was like oh you can do it you can do it you know (laughs) while i'm watching it yeah i already know you're on the other side but yeah um yeah yeah, it was at the beginning you see the mind is such a manipulative Mm. tool um at the beginning, for me, I was going backwards so much. All I wanted to do was drink. Mm-hmm. And the mind, my mind was manipulating me. You can just drink. There's nothing wrong. You mm. can do this. You don't You don't have a problem. Yeah. And it just messed me up so much. But I am so glad that I mm-hmm. continued on. Two years. It's yeah. amazing. It is amazing. And what got you through those dark moments? Did you go to AA? Or were you... No, I didn't do AA at all. Um, I started doing art again. I studied art when um, w- when I was younger mm-hmm. and stopped painting. But I was always artistic, creative in any job I did. But I started painting again. When I look back, I was kind of crazy. I was just <laughs> painting and painting and painting and painting. Sure. <laughs> I was so manic, but that got me through having a hobby. Yeah. So, So the art itself... Doing the mm-hmm. art got you through the darkest times of early recovery. Yes, it was like a transfer. Um, also, mm-hmm. I, I actually, 
I had to, I spent a lot of time on my own. Yeah. I had to completely remove myself from socializing. So I think that saved me also. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the big yeah, tenets of getting sober is you got to stop doing what you're doing, right? And stop hanging out with the people. Yes. So you just immediately stopped this party lifestyle or whatever you were into. Well, yes, I, I, I knew I was at a point in my life where I had to change. Yeah. And I had tried it quite a few times in the past and would always fail. But with every failure, I learned something new. And it was this time I was like, I can't drink. I have to keep going um, because I had damaged myself so much. Hmm. And I had gone too far to the point where it was just so monotonous. Like it was so, it was so predictable, mm-hmm. you know, and it was really upsetting. I was going nowhere and I was stuck and I knew I just had to keep, keep strong. Don't give in to the temptation and keep going and yeah. get that breakthrough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you have to, did you shed like your friends and, and all the relationships or, or did you? Do you have anyone that you're friends with now? Oh, yes. Yeah. I have my best friend still okay. and my best friend drinks. Yeah. Uh, he drinks with me as well. Like he would sit and he would call to my house, have a bottle of wine. It does not bother me in the least because right. he is not, he's my friend. Sure. He doesn't try to give me temptation, but a lot of the relationships I did have had to change and I had to move on mm-hmm. because it was, we had the only thing really you have in common is alcohol. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. then once it doesn't mean that people are bad people. It just, it's not, I, it's not good for me. Sure. And well, and my guess is there's, there are a few societies these days where it's not sort of culturally ingrained, but I mean, certainly uh, it, it, my impression is that it's very much a part of, socializing and culturally what what goes on yes in, uh, in ireland okay. yeah in ireland yeah, yeah. the Sweet. irish i mean you might have yes. a little reputation for being drinkers the irish. yes just a little know. one <laughs> right i'm not gonna point fingers <laughs> yes just a slight reputation but yes it's a huge part of our culture to drink and you know for many years in my life i always felt bad I was always anxious. I was always depressed. Mm. I was always upset. And it was because of my addictions. You know, obviously you have problems and then you pour alcohol on top of them. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of people that feel that way here. Yeah. Not only in Ireland when I lived in New York as well, but people continue on just accepting, oh, well, this is my reality. Mm-hmm. I'm not that happy, but I'll just stay here because the change seems so much bigger mm-hmm. yeah so i wonder i mean maybe like maybe you should tell us a little of your story just growing up and drinking in ireland because i'm sure there's a, it's hard to tell if you drink too much in a culture that drinks too much that's a good point yeah <laughs> well um i started drinking when i was a teenager maybe the first time i was drunk i was 13 yeah. and we were drinking cider and we were on a field and I got so sick. (laughs) So that continued on into my teens, then my alcohol and partying escalated, um, where I would just drink so much and just get blackout drunk. I moved to America when I was 19, and I lived in Washington, D.C., and I worked in a hair salon. Hmm. And all my Irish friends, we would get so drunk at the weekend until we would, like, blackout. And... 
the girls at the salon, the American girls, were so shocked. They were like, <laughs> <at> me. <laughs> you know, we think you have a major problem. Like maybe, you know, you sound like an alcoholic. I was like, I'm not an alcoholic. This is normal. Right, yeah, I'm an alcoholic. I'm Irish. Yeah. Yes, it was completely normal for me yeah. to be drunk. Yeah. Oh, that's and like not being able to talk drunk. So the American girls were were like trying to tell you you might have a problem or might be an alcoholic. But in your yes. it, but from Ireland it was just like, "Oh no, this is just Wednesday night." Yes, this is completely normal. Wow. <laughs> so you came over and lived the Irish stereotype. <laughs> yes, completely. Completely absolutely. Um, anywhere I lived, um, I've loved and I've traveled a bit, but yeah. anywhere I did love, I used to say to friends, why does this, the same thing keep happening? Why am I still unhappy? Yeah. It was like, because you keep bringing the same thing with you everywhere mm. you go. And yeah. that was, uh, drinking and partying and yeah. like loving a crazy lifestyle it's 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 so damaging yeah and it's yeah wherever you go there you are that's that's yes so how did you get into new york and modeling it from washington well when i lived in dc i worked in a salon and a agent came into the salon i'm a plus size model mm -hmm. so when she came in she was like oh my god you have to go to this casting um plus size modeling's really ticking off and I thought, okay, I've never been in New York before. So I went to a casting in Wilhelmina Models and I got picked. Wow. And that's where that started from. That's amazing. And you were, uh, you were like the model, like for a number of, I mean, you were like. You were the shit. Yeah. <laughs> around <laughs> Many bit, years right? ago. Yeah. Um, Many what, years ago. And, uh. And what's fascinating to me is like, because I did watch that that documentary, is that you then took that, I mean, I'd be maybe jumping forward in your story a bit, but you did take that. And I was just impressed that you did that while active in your drinking and whatever other addictions you may have had, um, that you yeah. took on that effort, which is just such a phenomenal effort, regardless, at the age you took it on, active yeah. in your addictions. Yeah. Um, was it, I mean, what was that like? To, to uh, that that experience alone mm. activated an entirely like a, a monster of addiction within me and wow. uh, that triggered me to a point where that's when things really started mm. to, you know the monster really started mm -hmm. taking form mm -hmm. it, i had old i didn't know i wasn't educated enough i was an ignorant no, ignorant within myself of my emotions mm -hmm. why i was doing what i was doing i just thought I didn't realize I didn't connect my emotions to my behavior. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just thought, oh, this is what I do. I get drunk. I get I get messed up. Mm -hmm. But I was in this arena where I had all these insecurities about what I look like mm -hmm. and who I was. And every part of my career was magnifying my physical appearance mm -hmm. or, you know, what I look like and you know, all these things were being triggered inside me, which were bringing my, which was activating my addiction mm -hmm. so, so big. Mm -hmm. It got so out of control. Um, so I don't know that was not that great for me, that experience. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, on a personal level, sure. it wasn't that great for me because it, it kick-started a lot of, a huge amount of my insecurities. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, well I think that industry, no matter what, that's a good point, right? You're yeah. you're a young yeah. girl. You're just a young kid, and they throw you into this yeah. industry, and it's 
everyone relates to you of how you look. It's just this yes. very superficial, weird mm. alternate reality, right? Where it's just constantly yes. everyone tearing you down on physical appearance, right? Constantly. I used to have to be measured and I was a plus yeah. size model. Mm. Yeah. Right. I used to have to get measured every yeah. Monday. Yeah. That's and what... I was so riddled with insecurities anyway that this mm. was just it was a monster. Yeah for me <laughs> so you start using to just get through it right or just feel yes to numb yeah. feelings right yeah yeah just to like be separate from it yeah yeah exactly that's to escape what it was. It, right yeah. yeah um and you know what's what's interesting about that is one thing that really stuck with me in watching is mm. i don't know i don't know if you've watched it recently and i, I apologize if it is like triggering in any way mm. but the no last, no no um do you know what the last thing you say in that documentary is i want to drink yeah Really? Yeah. yeah, which blew me away. I was like, hey, yeah, that's amazing. Because so, that stands, I, you know, see, when I made that documentary, yeah. I have never, I was so messed up. I was drunk all the time. I was really, really a mess when I made that show. Yeah. I was under all this pressure yeah. and I had all these producers and I had, I wasn't that educated. I didn't mm -hmm. really understand because I was such a young woman. Mm -hmm. And I had all these people telling me what to do and you need to do this mm -hmm. and you have to do that. And it was so overwhelming. At that time, I was drunk mm. the whole time. Wow. White wine. Blah, blah, blah. I was yeah. drunk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was amazed that, that you, you uh, literally, I mean, that you could do it at that age while you were active in your addiction. Mm -hmm. I was just, just to put dumbfounded the whole thing together. that you got yeah. through it, quite frankly. Wow. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, it was because it looked like a lot of stress. And yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It was very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So, uh, and I'm sorry, I sort of jumped. I don't know if I jumped your story forward from New York. No, not that, at all. Um, but I just, I just found that a really fascinating part of your story. Yeah. Um, so what? Yeah, yeah. So I was just curious. Yeah, when did it all go bad, or what were you on, and how did it end? What was the? Well, I've never really talk uh, talked about drugs or anything like that. I've only ever really focused on alcohol. Yeah. But I did a lot of drugs as well. I did like um, my drug would have been cocaine and ecstasy, mm -hmm. um, party drugs. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're living the model lifestyle, right? Yeah. <laughs> But I was very greedy and I would want more, more, more. No, it wasn't on a daily basis. But when I did it, I would do it to an excess. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't really remove that from my life until I turned 27. Okay. And I had a massive like rock bottom. Mm. And so it this was is kind really of your scary. first bottom or is this your bottom? Oh, this was the, this was the, I've had a few bottoms. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I was very deep on the addictions, very deep on many. I had many vices, mm -hmm. um, but the the drugs were was when I was 27. I was living in New York. I was bartending. I was a mess. I was just a mess. I was so out there mm -hmm. and so separated from who I was. And, you know, I, I was so hurt inside. Mm -hmm. That when I was 27, seven, I stopped doing drugs, but I relapsed quite a lot because mm -hmm. I continued drinking. Yeah. So when I would have the drink, the mind would go, let's get high. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that took a long time. Um, I haven't done drugs in years, um, but I have never spoke about this before, but oh. I had so many vices and yeah. so many addictions. 
So you stopped doing drugs at 27, and that took a while, but you're still drinking. Yes, still drinking. Okay. And sort of having little... Little mini relapses. relapses. Little mini relapses, yeah. yes. But never on to the level where I had been. Sure. Okay. You know. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I, I, my, my sense is... Um, you know, alcoholism is sort of the foundation yeah. for for all the other vices, whatever they may be. Absolutely, um, we certainly all you know build build yeah. on that foundation totally. to varying degrees. Yes, um, yes. But, but yeah, I mean, I was right there with you. With sort of uh, my initial thought was, if I quit uh, doing the cocaine and the ecstasy, everything will be fine. And yeah. you know, once I took that away, is when I finally. Be- started to realize that well no that that's just what i built on top of the alcoholism foundation yes right yes Um, this this creative like um you think that you're protecting yourself but mm -hmm. it's you know and that's why you start doing these things but mine's was i built it up so high it took me many years Mm -hmm. to get where i am today Mm -hmm. you know and being a sober person and and so uh it was i i think in that first video it's uh right after your 32nd birthday yes is that right yes and so was there a a bottom there was a bottom then yes (laughs) there was a bottom i had been out drinking with a friend i was in a stress i remember this day i was in a really stressful place and i got drunk but it wasn't having a few drinks i wanted to get out of my mind Mm -hmm. And I got so drunk, I mean, bottles and bottles and bottles of wine. Mm. I woke up in the hospital. Oh, my God. And there was a heart monitor and one on my hand. And the the machine was like, beep, beep. And I was like, oh, wow. where am I? Where am I? And my I had been so ill that my stomach was raw, like, bleeding it oh was so bad so, they had to pump so bad yeah yeah just so bad i had been anytime i would have drank i always got sick but never like i don't know what happened my heart had supposedly shut up no it was beating so fast wow it was like alcoholic poisoning but after that a few days later i drank again jeez wow i was so separated from myself at that time um, and is this, you're trying to quit and relapsing and yeah. trying to quit and relapsing you're yeah. in that horrible phase where you know you have to stop and you can't. That went on for a long time for yeah. me. That took me a few years to finally yeah. get free, Yeah. you know, and thank God I am, you know, mm-hmm. remembering these stories. I'm like, I'm so grateful mm-hmm. to be where I am today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that I drank after that mm-hmm. and then I drank after that again. And then the, the next time it was like, Three times after waking up in the hospital, I drank within two weeks. And then the night before my birthday, I was so violently ill that I was scared. I was in bits. Like, I was in so much physical pain in that first video I made. Like, I knew because then I was doing sleeping pills when I was drinking because I couldn't relax. Yeah, I was so panicked all the time. And it was just such a dark place. And you have so many bottoms. Yeah. You know, waking up in the hospital should have been like, yeah. stop yeah. doing yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, You know, but no. That's how powerful it is, it's right? tenacious. Yeah. Oh. It's a monster. It is a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So. Yeah, so you just have this moment of clarity and like, 
whatever. It's not the bottom. It's felt it just is a soft bottom. But you're like, today's the day I'm going to make this video. Yeah, that's pretty much. And I remember I look at that video and I was so vulnerable. Yeah. You know, because I couldn't, I didn't want to tell people. I just woke up in the hospital. I'm really scared. Mm-hmm. You know, I was very honest about a lot of things, but mm-hmm. I was so embarrassed yeah. that this had happened that mm-hmm. I was trying to hide it. It took me like a long time to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there you are know, interesting, it's... definitely interesting things in that video. Like the, you start to say, I'm going to, I'm going to call it what it is. And then you don't. And then you say, I'm not an alcoholic, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> I know. And, uh, which is just fascinating. I mean, yeah. denial and, yeah. you know, coming yeah. to that true moment of clarity where you, you can embrace what it is that you have mm-hmm. to do fully yeah. is just, it's, it's, an, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm fascinated that you had the, the presence of mind to put it on yeah. tape and that you continue no, to do I it. No, I know. Um, I, it's, I just it's think a it's, terrific study yeah. now, like just for everyone who's gotten sober, right. Just to watch yes. that moment, and it's like you're, you're <laughs> you, you know, they say you gotta, um, in order to save, lose your face to save your ass. You know what right. I'm saying? You yes. gotta just have yes. this moment of ugliness. Right. Yes. And just watching it now, and it, whatever that is, it's beautiful in right. a way because absolutely, it's uh-huh. this amazing transformation. That's the moment, right? Right. right absolutely. Yeah. But well, it was so deep in denial. Yeah. You're yeah. so right. Yeah. The the river runs so deep. Yeah. yeah. And, and what makes it all the more powerful is what's come after is that so many of, of your videos, even like the one where you have that sort of crisis of, of like faith yeah. that you can do it um, mm-hmm. and, and others sort of with similar tones of how that how it is a, a challenge, but that, that you're up to it. And then so many that have come after where your enthusiasm and your support and your 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 clear sort of love for everyone that might be going through what you've gone through. Um, yes, I just found like you know incredibly powerful, and thank uh, you. Yeah, so I, I you know I I can't recommend them highly enough for people that you know. Um, thank you. Yeah, that, 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 and that it's compassion. You know, yeah. when I first stopped drinking, um, I had friends tell me, "You'll drink again," and yeah. I was like, I, "I I really I don't think I can," and mm. they were like, "You'll drink again," mm. and I was like. I woke up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. This is a problem. Like this as a pro like I have a problem. This is it. So normal. I have yeah, I have full compassion. I know where people are. I know how hard this is. Took me years to mm-hmm. get to be strong enough or to to be have the willpower or to be lucky enough mm-hmm. to get to this point. Mm-hmm. But you it, it takes work. It's not gonna happen overnight. Mm-hmm. And you have to be so honest. Everything starts with me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to take responsibility for that. And I think as addicts, as I am a recovering addict, I could never take responsibility. I always had an excuse. Um, I was always doing it because of this, that, or I was in the wrong position. So I had to take 100% responsibility. Mm-hmm and be really honest and make those changes but it's hard to do mm-hmm. yeah it's a, it's a significant effort yeah yeah so what else did you what else did you have to change you started doing art were you a makeup artist before this or did you yes get into okay yes i was i remember only a few days into stopping i was so manic when I look back, I was in such a different, mm. I remember every day I was doing my makeup, but like elaborate makeups, 
Yeah. I, I like like big dark eyebrows and I was looking in the mirth thinking, What is wrong with you? You've lost the plot at that time. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the creativity was mm-hmm. getting me through. Yeah. And having that hobby. So and the wee blog, that blog saved my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well and uh yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna I, I keep wanting to ask you too to share some of your art so to look for that request in a, in a coming email um because oh, i'd love you. to see it. i think i've seen it on on a wall behind you in the video but i could be wrong yes okay well there you go yes I, I love it. um but uh so so makeup artist artist model um we, we talked about world traveling what struck me about that recently if we can jump to that for yeah. just a second is sure i know when i was active i would not have been able to go to some of the places you went because some of the places you went mm-hmm. have alcohol is forbidden right? yes yes and just when i saw that i'm like wow that would have kept certainly me and i'm yeah. wondering like if you yeah. if that thought crossed your mind that you just probably wouldn't have gone because yeah. you wouldn't have been able to drink oh yeah like dubai people right. were saying dubai is really boring and right. i'm like why i thought it was gorgeous right. and they were like because you can't drink right I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's crazy how the mind thinks. Before I actually went on that holiday, right. that was my first sober holiday. Wow. And I had this massive fear, like, oh, my God, I'm going to be so tempted to drink. Mm. And I had to talk to my brother and my friends about it. I was really scared. Oh, wow. Am I going to drink? Am I going to drink? Yeah. But then when I went on the holiday, I was completely fine. Yeah. And feel so much more confident now that I was able to do that holiday and I did not once crave to be drunk because I wouldn't have enjoyed it. Right, exactly. That's good. I think it's good to have a healthy fear of those things, you know, and to talk, pre-talk about them, do a little game plan before you do that. And then, yeah, I think most people find, yeah, exactly like you, like, oh, this wasn't as big a deal, you know? Yes, yes, not as big a deal as once thought it was yeah but it's I think but it's, it's learning to love again sober yeah. you see all these yeah. new experiences it's you're learning to love your life as mm-hmm. a sober person and uh, yeah well learning to, to love right love mm-hmm. it live it um because it's, mm-hmm. it's all very different isn't it and so we talked early on that that you've never um participated and i always struggle with the language because neither do i um naa or the 12 steps mm-hmm. um yeah what what sort of have you had like a, a a structured program at all that you put together yeah. or if you just sort of figured it out? Yeah. I have figured it out, but I have <laughs> very close people in my life yeah. um, that have gone through um, who are recovering alcoholics. Um, and that helped me a lot because see, every time I relapsed when I, especially when I was doing drugs, I would always learn something new so through that, then I was able to, the more I learned in my failures, mm-hmm. the more knowledge I had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that really helped me over the years. So I don't see it as failures. It was a learning curve. Sure. Yeah. So that, that helped me, especially now I'm very protective of my sobriety. Yeah. Very protective. That's one thing. If I feel like, see, I'm invited to a specific event like an all day win, something like that. Mm-hmm. That kind of freaks me out. Yeah. If I'm not with the right people, I need to protect, keep myself safe. 
So maybe I'm a bit neurotic about that, but that's one thing that's helped me. Yeah. Anywhere I feel there's a, a level of temptation or the wrong environment, mm -hmm. I just wouldn't go there. Yeah. Do, do you, you know, like in AA, there's there's sort of the sponsor or sponsee relationship. And I know through your videos, you're, you're helping a number of people. Do you have any any people in your life that you're sort of helping helping through the early stages? Um, a lot of people contact me and I, I reply to absolutely okay. everybody. It's my responsibility if I'm putting it out there, right. you know, to help people. Um, so I do, sometimes I get really inspirational messages from people. Mm. Other times I just want to hug the person, yeah, right? you know, yeah. and say everything's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so that can be, it's, I, I am so grateful that I can help someone. Yeah, that's awesome. Is there any, uh, do you have any uh, spiritual beliefs, spiritual practices, anything like that? Were you a God believer now? Well, I be I do believe in God. Okay. Um, I'm not a religious person. I'm more spiritual. Yep. I do believe that, you know, thank God I was saved. And I do believe that God has given me strength to get to this point. Mm. I have over the last year, I am... Um, practice shamanism hmm. so i've become a lot more connected to nature mm -hmm. and just to being alive mm -hmm. yeah and so that's you get helped into me. that it found me found you. <laughs> yeah. yes it came and found me i always meditated it helped me a lot especially in mm -hmm. the beginning okay like sat down and did formal meditation yes okay. yes i did um lots of different types of meditations mm -hmm. And then I went to an open day and there was a man there, his name's Paul Burke, mm -hmm. and he's a, he, he's a shaman mm -hmm. and he did the meditation and shaman uh, meditation is with the drum. So you mm -hmm. go under this, like, you know, this really meditative state naturally. So I just loved it. I was like, this is amazing. And then one day I was cleaning my house and his card fell out. Mm -hmm. So I found him on Facebook and he was doing this, Know, this year long shamanistic course and I was like I have to do this and now I do it every day oh, wow. and, and so I feel at nature I see the the color of the sun the sky everything is so different and so much more powerful wow walk us through what's that like what is the actual practice there's lots of different practices but um it would go um the the meditation itself is the drum beat okay Boom, 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 boom. Mm. So you go into a place in nature and you can actually find the drumming on YouTube. Okay. Um, you find yourself a place in nature and then you state your intention four times. Like, I'm here to meet my spirit guide. Mm. Okay. So then you're, you go through into this trance and you meet your... Um, you meet your spirit animal, you meet all these different things. And it just gives you such a nicer connection to earth, sure. to yourself. I think it's beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful way. It sounds like a way to get into the present moment or just really be, yes. feel alive right now. Yes. Yeah. And and be alive and be happy and enjoy your life. Yeah. Well, it sounds very much like, you know, the the 12 steps power greater than yourself, yeah. right? It's yeah, just turning sort of something yes. over Day to at something a time. Yeah. beyond you. Yes. Um, That's cool. 
What, what else was I? Doing? I want to know what my spirit animal is. Do you have one, Charlotte? Like I, I do. I like, have a few, but my main one. I was so surprised because when you think spirit animal, you think I'm going to be a lioness yeah, or like a, a tiger. Yeah. I went in and I could see this big fire burning. Yeah. Um, and the meditation and my mind's eye, and it was all I could see all these lights, and mine's was uh, fireflies. Oh, that's. That's awesome. They're so cute. Then they're with me. Like when I meditate all the time, just sitting there in peace with me. It's just, it's it's such a pretty practice. So yours are fireflies. That's great. We have loads here in Missouri. Do you have them in Ireland? We don't have them in Ireland. I was going to say, it's like a little chilly there for fireflies. I know. It's, yeah, it is. (laughs) That's funny. Where is Derry? We were, we didn't know. Yeah. Derry is in Northern Ireland. It's in the Northwest. Oh, Northwest Ireland. Is it by Galway? No, 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 no. Galway's no, no, no. further down south. I am in the north. Okay. Like, is it Northern Ireland proper, or is it still in the Republic of Ireland? No, I'm in prop. Well, I am Irish, but I'm. It's the UK. It's United Kingdom. Okay. So it's a load of politics, but yeah. from, I am from the north. So okay. Um. Yeah, and so well, uh, and to, to get off, well, I'm going to switch topics from Ireland and, yeah. and spirit animals, but just <laughs> only because it's, uh, uh, I want to make sure I get to a couple of these things. One, the other thing sure. that you're doing as part of your program, and the only reason I bring it up and I want to make sure I talk about it is because so many people I see, you know, we always talk about in recovery, everybody gets into like their health and they can running. There's some yes. runners and bikers and all this, and I see that like one of the the major things that that people get into is uh, CrossFit. Ah. Yes. And so that's also yes. part of sort of your, you know, in my mind, it, what, when you get in recovery, everything is sort of part of your recovery program, right? Yeah. Regardless of yes. how you think of it. Yes. But, um, so you're, and you're, you're still doing that, right? Yeah. Well, I um, started doing CrossFit when I was maybe coming into my third month. Yeah. And it was fantastic for me because I got deep for the first time. It's not socializing because you're doing these really intense exercises, but you're meeting people on a social level Mm -hmm. and talking about healthy stuff. Mm -hmm. So that gave me a lot of structure. And I met a lot of new people that weren't in the the alcohol world that were just these normal interactions with people that did (laughs) not need alcohol. Um, And that did at the time give me a lot of confidence Mm -hmm. So it worked. It was so. It was so helpful for me. Yeah, so so helpful. Yeah, you were really like positive about that experience. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it really helped me. For anyone out there, it's great, and it's a class, and you know, people talk to each other. It's not intimidating, and it's just a really nice environment to be. Plus, it takes your mind off things. See, I find it wildly intimidating when I look at when I look at pictures of CrossFit classes. (laughs) It just looks like. Yeah. What is, I mean, I've heard of CrossFit, obviously, but what is, like, what is it? You just go and, like. It's really you... hard. It's really <laughs> hard. <laughs> like, I don't want to know. Yeah, and it makes you, like, really, um, and I never, ever was like this, but it makes you, like, really um, competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You're like, I want to lift heavier weights. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? Where did this come from? (laughs) (laughs) But it was very good for me at that time to be in that club Mm. and to be with all those really genuinely nice Mm -hmm. people. Yeah. 
Because when you're drinking, you do be around. Not everybody yeah, is, but there's a lot of, of shadiness. A lot yeah, of shadiness. A lot of phonies, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which, so I mean, some of them were us. Yeah. We were some yes. of those phonies. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, so funny. And it'd also be remiss yeah. if I didn't say, only because I'm, I'm watching Game of Thrones, and I'm sitting yes. there, and I look, and I'm like, I know that dude. How do I know that dude? <laughs> yeah. And is it, is it fair to tell him why I know that dude? Yes, of course. So Charlotte, uh, Charlotte's boyfriend is an act, uh, actor on yeah. Game of Thrones. He's wow. been in a few <laughs> major scenes. Wow. But the first time I saw him, I'm like, yes. and it was such a prominent, I mean, I'm just sorry. I'm, I'm yeah. going to get a little fanboy on you. Yeah. yeah. Um, Go for it. Fair. Go for it. But uh, no, I just, it was like this really, it was a lingering shot of just him. And yeah. I'm like, why do I know that guy yeah, on Game yeah. of Thrones? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, anyway, so I was like a little. I know. Like, he was so. Name? His name is Andrew McClay, okay. and I met Andrew just, I met Andrew, we used to party together when we were much younger, yeah. and I moved back to New York or whatever, but we met up again last year, and we've been in a relationship since, and he doesn't drink, and it's my first proper, um, healthy, yeah, healthy, pleasant yeah. relationship. Nothing yeah. crazy, all just normal. I know, not like beating on my door yeah. or being insane. He's mm -hmm. like, you know, those drunk relationships yeah. where you're like, it mm -hmm. nothing oh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, a Fellini film. Yeah, right. but Chris, Chris was married to one of those. Yeah, really. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's how I ended up uh, in my one time in in jail was a, yeah. a relationship. Oh like my that. god. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I feel free. Oh yeah, no, we were both insane. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's good. Yeah. That's good when you get your yeah healthy. It feels totally different. Yeah. What, so what is totally he, different? What's his role? Like, what's his character in Game of Thrones? Well, he works in. He was doing stunts. Yeah. And Stunt man. Cool. Also, uh -huh, he was also like working behind the scenes as well. He was driving for them. Mm -hmm. Not driving. He was bringing stuff like for the wardrobe. Okay. But he ended up, they give him so many features. Yeah. No, he <laughs> and he scenes. got a line and he was so proud and so excited. And That's it awesome. just all came to him. So he acts as well, but um, he was featured so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, this... But it's filmed here in Ireland, you see. Right. Oh, okay. Which is fantastic. Yeah. And, yeah. and not, I mean, this is absolutely about you. And I think, but the, the, on serious note, what what's terrific about it is that you 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 now have this you know wonderful relationship in your sobriety and all these, mm -hmm. you know that people so often refer to as the miracles of, of mm -hmm. sobriety, the yep. the, yeah. the miracles of recovery is these things that um, just wouldn't have happened, yeah. right? I just mean, would never would have happened. You would have had you know crazy people banging on your door and um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, these so, things could never have happened right. because my. My vibration, my energy was so stagnant right. and my energy was so low. It was such a low level vibration yeah. that I just kept attracting the same negativity over and over yeah. again. I'm wondering yeah. why. Yeah. And so does he not, he just, he doesn't drink because he just doesn't drink. He doesn't drink because he doesn't drink. He That's would true. go out and he would meet his friends yeah. and have like tops three pints Guinness. Yeah. Sure. Tops. So which is just barely yeah. anything. That's just what you're whistling yeah. in Ireland. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So he's naturally like that anyway. He's a normie. So yeah. Thank God. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs>
Um, well, cool. Um, I mean, I'm so I'm so happy that yeah. you know, two years in, um, you know, your life. Thank you. Is yeah. just you know worlds away from from where it yeah. was, or certainly where it could have been. Yeah. Where Where yeah. are you going oh, now? What's uh, What's on your future agenda? You're going to keep making videos, keep blogging. Yes, I'm going to keep making videos. I am going to try and do more uh, makeup-based videos mm. as well. You oh, know, cool. like try different things yeah. now um, because I'm in a different, I'm in such a different place mm-hmm. and I have so much to give back. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, my wife's a makeup artist. Oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I appreciate the art form. Yes, it's beautiful. Yeah, it is fun. Oh, lovely, okay. lovely. So that's, that's pretty much where I'm planning and going right. and... I'm such a more peaceful place mm-hmm. now. The first year for me was very difficult because there was so much change. Yeah. You know, and now I just feel so much more balanced. Yeah, the first year is interesting, so, right? Like when you look back on yeah. your first year, and you don't really get this while you're in it, but now no. that you have some perspective on it, it is the weirdest, craziest mm-hmm. emotional year, right? Yes, absolutely. Nothing is normal and mm-hmm. everything is brand new. Right. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Yeah. Yes. Cool. It's exciting. Yeah. So now yeah, but now that you're kind of settled into yeah, you like have a life now. It's a beautiful I have life. a life. I know. Yes. That's it. <laughs> and right. I never had it before. I was always so drama. I had so much drama yeah. that I must have been so horrible to be around. Yeah. Um and so where where can I, uh, what, what would you like me to tell people or what would you like to tell people where to, to find you? Well, they can subscribe to my YouTube channel oh. and that is Charlotte Rose Coyle. Okay. And also my Instagram is Charlotte Rose Coyle. Yeah. So if people want to get in touch or, you know, just have a look at the videos, please feel free. And I hope it brings you some inspiration. Yeah, I absolutely recommend the videos. I can't recommend them highly enough. So. Uh, I'll put that in the liner notes for sure, um, and uh, I, I am gonna, I'm going to shoot you an email see if you're willing to share some of your artwork too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and, and absolutely. Not, can, no. I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, um, but uh, well, Charlotte, thanks so much for uh, for joining us on the podcast. It's yeah. Oh, thank you so nice. much, guys. It was such a pleasure. I've loved it. Good. I know it was great, great, great to meet you. Yes, yes, you too. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Take care. Thank okay. you. Take Bye. care. Bye. 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 In England and in Ireland, they go, bye. Bye. I love that. I miss that, man. They just have a lyrical way of saying goodbye. All right. Thanks, Charlotte.